0: What's going on, man? Welcome back to another TOEFL ITP. Guys, we're doing reading. We're going to be talking about Lars today. So excited about this, guys. Um, the Pew family, that YouTube, that blog, that podcast in general, man, fire. So again, I'm so sorry, guys, for completely neglecting TOEFL ITP. And I was focusing heavily on IELTS for whatever reason that was. And finally, I'm back on to TOEFL IBT and ITP. So, guys, I'm focusing on this a little bit more now. Again, I do apologize, but remember, there is a Patreon badge that's available. So if you guys want exclusive content, uh, you want uh, consistent videos and everything, again, what you guys need to be doing is come on to my wonderful Patreon. So with that being said, guys let's get into some of this this is gonna be really good life on mars here we go this is from pbt testing a long time ago right but the thing is understand that with the toefl itp test as of this year they have extremely difficult detailed questions this is the n series and the m series if i'm not mistaken i had to take probably around 20 tests working for these people about three months ago until i quit because i said what are you making me take test for? And they indirectly said, oh, we don't think you're good enough. I said, a max skill, a max count, or a max score in grammar, a max score in listening, and a 65 out of 67 in reading, is it good enough? I'm not perfect and I don't wanna be perfect and you don't deserve me, goodbye. So anyways, I don't wanna talk about the personal life, I wanna talk about helping you. So with that being said, guys, we already know what the questions are. If you don't know vocabulary, man, hurry up and guess. You're not gonna be able to formulate all that vocabulary. Although, if you guys want little snippet vocabulary exercises that is available on my $50 a month TOEFL ITP batch, if you wanna build up your skills as you go on the go. Ah, right? So with that being said, man, we got three big bulky paragraphs. If you guys wanna read this also at the time of, of course, watching this, you can. Now, remember that first question is the most difficult. It is, did. It, it is indeed. I'm gonna be writing my notes down here by the way. So some of you guys are like probably wondering, Arsenio, why do you have like two 23s? I don't understand. It's because obviously, you know, I'm gonna write and take some notes for you guys for those of you who actually view the blog. Now, for those of you who are listening, we always know the first question, mainly the new test, a little bit different, always says, with which of the following is the passage primarily concerned? We already know how that goes, right? We don't know what the passage is, nor do we wanna read through the passage. With the specific detailed questions, we will get a general gist, or gist, whatever you call it, of the passage in its entirety. So don't waste your time because if you read, you're going to forget everything you read anyways. (laughs) The word Stark. If you don't know it, you don't know. Okay, you know the whole saying? If you don't know, now you know. Well, guess what? Here, if you don't know it, you just don't know it. All right, so Stark is a closest meaning to harsh, unknown, dark, or distant. Now, I put it in red for you, for those of you who are watching this. Because I realized, oh my God, that my, <laughs> the views on this, man, it gets upwards to like 1,000 1,500 views on Facebook alone. So whew, here we go. Red, for those of you who are listening, here it is. Mars is an inhospitable planet, more similar to Earth's moon than to Earth itself. Hyphen, hyphen, given a definition, a dry, stark Seemingly lifeless world, lifeless world, a world without life, dry and stark. So if you don't know what stark is, seemingly lifeless world, you need to figure out something that relates to dry and lifeless world, a world without no life. Now, obviously Mars, you can't have life, all right? So does that mean distant? Does it mean distant or is that something or is that one of the answers you would take out? It would be one of the answers I take out because dry, distant, that doesn't make any sense. They don't correlate. They don't relate to one another. I wouldn't say it's a very dry and distant world. What? It doesn't make sense. It has, to ma- it, it, it has to do with the environment. Dark, not necessarily. We've seen pictures of Mars. Mars, daytime you know, some daytime, Mark has a little bit of sun. So it's not dark all the time. Maybe it's darker more than the moon. I don't know how the Mars, all that stuff goes. I don't know how many days, I forgot. It's like 300, 400, I don't know, who knows. But anyways, I wouldn't go with dark. Now, unknown, well, they kind of know it because you said dry and you said lifeless. So if it's dry and lifeless, we kind of know what the environment is. So to put unknown pin between both of those, That also doesn't make sense. So, harsh is your answer. Some of you are like, doesn't harsh mean like, oh, someone's being very rude or very pushy? Harsh could also mean like the ground. Like, man, those video games. Anytime I think harsh, I think of those crazy video games or the crazy movies where you have those very jagged rocks and you have to be very careful because one fall and that rock will go all the way through your body. That's what harsh means. A very ah type of world. So we got rid of that. I wanna do the pronouns. In number 25, of course, I'm going with the numbers and stuff so I don't get lost with all the videos I do. There refers to, so let's go up to there, and I highlighted it. It says Mars air pressure is equal to Earth's at a altitude of 100,000 feet. The air there is 95% carbon dioxide. So what are we referring to? Let me repeat that. Mars air pressure is equal to Earth's at a altitude of 100,000 feet. The air there is 95% carbon dioxide. So there, is it referring to a point 100 miles above the Earth? The Earth's moon, Mars, or outer space? Comment on my YouTube, comment on my Facebook, tag me on my Instagram, the Arsenio Buck Perspective. We got to make this as interactive as possible. So let's go into the next one, number 26. Which of the following does the author not list as a characteristic of the planet Mars that would make colonization difficult? Okay, so we know that this is either going to be in the first or second paragraph. Now, what we have to do, is going to be in the first paragraph, okay? Now, it's basically right after that same ten- sentence, the air there is. Now, remember, it says not list. There is little liquid water. Daytime temperatures are dangerously high. The sun's rays are deadly. Nighttime temperatures are extremely low. I'm going to read this slow for all my listeners. Mars has no ozone layer to screen out the sun's lethal radiation. Daytime temperatures may reach above freezing, but because the planet is blanketed by the mere wisp of an atmosphere, the heat radiates back into space. Even the equator, the temperature drops to negative 50 Celsius or negative 50 Fahrenheit at night. Today, there is no liquid water, although valleys and channels on the surface show evidence of having been carved by running water. So what did it not list? The sun's rays are deadly, deadly meaning lethal. Yes, it mentioned that. Okay, now, did it mention liquid water? It said there is no liquid water, okay? Now, it did mention it, though. It mentioned it. So this is very difficult because, again, true, false, not given on an IELTS. Obviously, this is an IELTS, but this would be false. But because it is mentioned there is no liquid water, there is liquid water, but it is mentioned, liquid, mar- or liquid water is mentioned. So this is a very confusing one because if you read there is no liquid water and you see there is liquid water not list as a characteristic, you would probably choose that, but it's not. It's a confusing one, I understand. Now negative 50 to negative 60 at nighttime. Does that relate to nighttime temperatures are extremely low? Yes. Now, daytime temperatures are dangerously high. No. Why? Because it says here, daytime temperatures may reach above freezing. Freezing is not dangerously high. Dangerously high would be maybe, I don't know, 80 Celsius up to 120 Celsius. We're talking inhospitable, right? So that's your answer. Again, if you're unsure Look at both of those 50-50 and say, well, freezing, that's not necessarily dangerously high. You see what I mean? Completely different, right? Well, obviously there is no little water with a little water that's different too, but it's mentioned. So it's a little confusing, guys, I know, but I'm just trying to be the preacher. (laughs) So do you get it? That's the answer. (sighs) According to the passage, the Martian atmosphere today consists of, or mainly of, carbon dioxide, oxygen, ozone, water vapor. So now for those of you who know science, you already know what the atmosphere can consist of, right? Obviously no oxygen or there would be life there. Um, Vapor, hell no, okay? That that would be big news. But here it says the air there is 95% carbon dioxide. And I just answered that question, right? Mars, Right? So it mainly consists of carbon dioxide. This is how we break it down, people. Now let's keep going. This one's a little crazy. It can be inferred from the passage that the greenhouse effect mentioned is the direct result of nuclear reactions, the cause of low temperatures on Mars, caused by the absence of green plants or a possible means of warming Mars. Now, if those of you are in science and you understand what the greenhouse effect is, you can answer that question without even reading this paragraph, but I must read it. Nuclear reactors might be used to melt frozen gases and eventually build up the atmosphere. This in turn could create a greenhouse effect that would stop heat from radiating back into space. That is literally, those are the two sentences that you're going to base this specific question on. So, is it a direct result of nuclear reactions, the cause of low temperatures? They didn't mention that. The cause of green plants? Absolutely not. There are no green plants on Mars or a possible means of warming Mars. Now remember, the greenhouse effect, is it a direct result of nuclear reactions, a direct result? Now, it says here, nuclear reactors might be used to melt frozen gases and eventually build up the atmosphere. This in turn could create a greenhouse effect that would stop heat from radiating back into space. Ah! Time for you guys to answer that one. Let's keep it going. So, again, whichever it may be, write down the answer. Write down 28. Is it the direct result of nuclear reactions or a possible means of warming Mars? Let's go. The word suitable. Now, for those of you who know this word, hey, bravo, you already know. There's no needing to look in the sentence, but we will. But right here, is it? does it mean resistant? Does it mean altered? Does it mean appropriate? Or does it mean native? Now, we go to suitable, which is, of course, in the red. It says, once enough ice has melted, suitable plants could be introduced to build up the level of oxygen. Okay suitable plants, that, does that mean resistant plants, altered plants, appropriate plants, or native plants? I would like you guys to answer that question. Let's keep it going, man. We got Christopher McKee up in the house. All right, so here we go. We gotta first look, where do you find these specific answers? Well, we have to find the first mention of Christopher McKee and the possibility of transforming Mars. Now, Christopher McKee is right down here. I didn't uh, put it in red. I'll definitely put it in red for you guys so you don't get too lost. But again, now I'll put it in a new color. I'll put it in, let's do uh, blue. That sounds cool. Yeah, there we go. So this was once thought to be so far in the future as to be irrelevant said Christopher McKean, a research scientist at the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. But now it's starting to look practical. We could begin working four or five decades. Now, if you understand what four or five decades are, you'll be able to answer this. Now, he said, could occur only in science fiction stories, will not begin for hundreds, even thousands of years, is completely impractical, or could be started in 40 to 50 years. Mm, Let's keep it going. You guys answer that. I'm so good at this. Anyways, as used in the passage, the term terraforming, so I highlighted this one in red for you too, okay? The idea of terraforming, Mars, as enthusiasts call it, has its roots in science fiction, but as researchers develop a more profound understanding of how Earth's ecology supports life, they have begun to see how it may be possible to create similar conditions on Mars. How Earth's ecology supports life, they have begun to see how it may be possible to create similar conditions on Mars. So a process for adapting plants to live on Mars a means of transporting materials through space? A method of building housing for a colonist on Mars? Or a system of creating Earth-like conditions on other planets? What does terraforming mean? I want, I want, I want you guys to answer this. I want you guys to answer it. And everyone who's listening to me on my podcast, go over to my Instagram, the Arsenio Buck Show, or I'm sorry, the, just put in Arsenio Buck, you'll find me. Okay, and tag me and let me know what you think these answers are. Say, hey, terraforma means this. Okay, tag me or just message me if you're scared. Okay, let's keep going. The phrase more profound. Now, I'm going to give you this answer because, again, if you don't know the word profound, you probably won't get this. Profound means deeper, deeper. It's in closest meaning too. that's what it means. Not more practical, not more up-to-date, not more brighter. All right, now we have two more, staggering, okay? Staggering, you have to know what that means. Now, again, if you're like, oh, ING, that means it has to be another ING. In this instance, yes, you're correct, but not all the time, so I don't want you to take that ideology with you on the test, all right? So staggering, again, unpredictable, increasing, restrictive, or astonishing. Staggering means, wait, you can pause it, you can go to Google, you can come back, it means astonishing. Now, I'm gonna give you two more. According to the article, the basic knowledge needed to transform Mars comes from, does it come from the science of astronomy? Was astronomy mentioned? A knowledge of Earth's ecology? Data from space probes? Or science fiction stories? And now we're able to go back up to the first question, which is, what is the passage primarily concerned? It's about changing the atmosphere on Mars and how we could use the Earth's ecology of a way of transforming it. Ooh, I just gave you the answer to one. Now, does that, uh, what the possibility of changing the Martian environment? Uh, the challenge of interplanetary travel, the advantages of establishing colonies on Mars, or the need to study the Martian ecology. I want you guys to stop it, play it. I want you to type your answers. Again, the number is 23. All right, for whichever numbers I did not give you the answer for, 23 to 34, type the answer on my Facebook page or YouTube. Uh, I'm thinking about, yeah, okay, I'll leave the comment section open in YouTube. Just there's so many trolls on there, so annoying. But anyways, you guys go on there on Facebook or on my Spotify, share my episode on your story, tag me in the post or send it to me directly and say, hey, oh my God, I'm interested, or whatever it may be, man. I just wanna say thank you guys, all of you guys so much for tuning into my amazing ESL podcast and my TOEFL ITP, man. We got a lot of TOEFL coming up real soon. We got a lot coming up real soon. I'm really excited about this. We're gonna be speaking about idioms too. We're gonna be speaking about a number of different things. So, guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, If you're interested in TOEFL ITP badge or in coaching, if you need help with passing your TOEFL, let me know. I'm your host, over and out.